Welcome to On Olive Oil, hosted by Curtis Cord, the publisher of Olive Oil Times. Featuring 30-minute discussions with people throughout the world, sharing their unique perspectives on the ever-changing olive oil landscape. This week's guest is Brazilian olive oil producer Rafael Marchetti. Because it's new, it's rare to say that you have a Brazilian olive oil and people can go like they want to, to taste it and they, I would say they will be disappointed. Now, from New York City, here's Curtis Cord. So, a little while ago, Rafael Marchetti contacted us through the Olive Oil Times Facebook page and said, don't forget about Brazil, where some pioneering producers are trying to make some great olive oils. Well, how could we forget about the world's ninth largest economy, Brazil, which makes up half of the population of South America, and that has lately been experiencing soaring olive oil consumption that has led exporters to expand their promotional efforts in the region. But recently, the numbers have started to pull back, and so we wanted to see what was up with that. Rafael, good morning. Where it's 11.30. It's 9.30 here in New York. How are you today? Good morning. Perfect. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that opportunity to speak a little bit about what we're doing here in Brazil, about the olives and how the market is going with this thing of importing the olive oil. Yeah, that's it's a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, it's nice to have you. So just to break the ice, how do you like President Trump? <laughs> Well, a lot of people are talking about him here in Brazil, but I don't see how it can change something here in Brazil. Uh, we are in a very deep political crisis, so anything that goes about elections around the world, people here are just going crazy. So, yeah, well, it's something like here that is happening in Brazil, like people just want to change anything like they don't mind if it's a new political or something like that they just want to change yeah well i'm still in shock to be honest with you it would be very easy to just despair for four years until someone else comes along but i i think it is an opportunity to show that those of us who are passionate and have empathy for all people are stronger than those right. than those who wish to divide us and besides moving to canada is much more complicated than people think believe me I've researched it. I can imagine that. Well, we will have to wait to see that for the next four years, and then we can see what happens. Enough about us. What's going on in Brazil these days? People have been trying to, to grow olives here since the Portuguese people came here. So, well, I would say that it's something new. Now it's something we are doing in a very uh, modern way, I would say, with new varieties, new technology that we had improved to use and uh, people are getting interested on that like we have been producing this way since 2013 so it's very recent but yeah it started like 10 years ago with new varieties and now we we know something some things that we didn't know in the past like the right varieties for the right type of soil you know, something related to nutrients, to pruning, all these things that 
people didn't know in the past and now we know and also new ways to extract the olive oil well people are interested on that and they want to get the most fresh olive oil they mm -hmm. can get and uh, this importance got down now for something related to the economic crisis i guess but people that have like money to pay for a, a better olive oil like a real extra virgin olive oil they don't really care about that even if our production is less than one percent compared to all the imports i mean people are still buying our oil and people that buy it they don't really care about the price like they know that it's better for their health it's fresher and it's it's best for their health and better for uh, uh, than most of the imported olive oils that are available at the supermarkets so well we're doing better than we expected when we started this business. Your business is Technoplanta. Yes, correct. Uh, that's our company. That's actually a nursery plant. So we have been producing plants for the forest markets for like 40 years. And this is still our main business. But we started using the same technology that we use for cloning and producing the plants. Then we started using it for the olive trees. And because of our climate, our soil conditions, the trees started to produce very early. So actually very fast from the first olive tree we made to the extra virgin olive oil, uh, bought it and sold to the consumers. How long did it take? We started producing the plants in 2011 and then 2013, the plant were like two and a half years and they were already producing. I mean, it's very early because they get that size like a big plant in a very short time because our winter here, we have the, the right low temperature to the plants to, to bloom, to produce, but they still grow during the winter. They are still growing and we have more rain, we have more, more nutrients, in the soil so they get bigger like faster than comparing to spain or italy like people from europe come here and they they see our plants and they think it has like eight nine years and it's it has like three or four years now so hmm. they get bigger faster and then we can start harvesting earlier than the other countries like but i i would say we we still have problems related to the access of rain so we are very careful choosing the right uh, soil like the right landscape to prepare the soil in a proper way to drain the excess of water so uh, even with that we are getting a very good fruit during the harvest that happens between february and march so we, we get a very dry uh, fruit that I, I think it's better for good oil and we harvest it in a period of the year that uh, there's no rain here in the south so we can get this better fruit and do you concentrate on certain varieties oh yes uh, we started with arbequina arbosana uh, spanish varieties and also the, that Greek variety, Koroneki, because uh, they produce earlier any country, I guess. But now we are seeing results from Mazanija and Piqual, the other two 
main varieties in Spain and also some Italian varieties like Lecino, Frantoio and Coratina. So they're starting to produce now when the trees have like four or five years. So they're starting later than Arbequina, Arbosana and Coronet. But in our nursery, we have more than 20 varieties that we are still like uh, doing research on them, like cloning the trees and planting in different climate conditions here in the south of Brazil to see how they adapt on different conditions. Mm. I, w I would say at the same time we are producing, growing the trees, doing the harvest, producing the olive oil, we are also uh, doing research on these varieties because everything is new for us and we can't like do research on books or something related to the conditions in Europe because it's totally different from the soil, from the amount of rain, everything is different. So we are like creating our own study research on olives here in Brazil. And you produce seedlings that you then offer to farmers in the region. That's correct? Yeah, that's like our... Your main business. Yeah, that would be the main business now more than the olive oil producer because it's new. But there's a lot of investors not from the agriculture sector that they just want to have their own olive oil. Uh, some of them are making small projects that they want to sell the fruit for us, the olives. Then we uh, produce their olive oil. But there are some investors that they are very big here from other uh, sectors of the economy. Like they want to produce a lot of olive oil, very large area. So our company is based on that like. On that model, so you have an investors that invest in these uh, real estate holdings, really, right. buy the, yes. the seedlings from you and then sell back the fruit back to you. Correct. We offer them that. We offer the olive seedlings and we help them to grow this. If they want like to us to grow or to go there to take care of this for them, we, we can do it. We have a client. He lives in the U.S., he's Brazilian, but we never met him. We just talked by email and phone, and we are taking care of their growth. Mm -hmm. We just take care of it, and when it produces, we will harvest the fruit, produce the olive oil, and then he can choose what he wants to do with that. How many hectares do you have under management currently? Well, from our own company, we have something between 280 hectares. Mm -hmm. It's just our farm. Mm -hmm. We have some customers, some clients that they have like three, four hundred hectares. But all these trees are very, very young. But I mean, in the, in the last five years, we planted something like 2,000 hectares here in the south. So it's like growing very fast. Most of these trees, they don't produce now because they're young, but the, in a couple of years they will be producing. And certainly there will be a lot of Brazilian olive oil available. Mm. And how much of the production is high density? Well, we don't have the high density here. We want to try it, but we are very afraid of 
how it can go because, as I said, we have problems with uh, excess of humidity. The excess rain may cause some fungus or mm -hmm. some problem related to the mm -hmm. excess of water. So we, we don't want our trees to get right. too close to each right. other, right? So we want to try it just to know if it can work or not, just to be sure. But now we don't have any, there's no one doing this in Brazil. We do like 250 to 300 trees per hectare. How are your production costs and is it possible to find the, the labor to do the harvest? Right. Well, to plant the trees in US dollars, I would say you'd spend something like four to five thousand dollars per hectare. To harvest certainly is still the most expensive part, even here in Brazil, because it's getting harder and harder to find people to work in the field. It's something that it's normal here in the South. It depends on the area of the state. It's harder because we are harvest grapes for wine production at the same period. Hmm. And our state is It's the largest producer of wine in Brazil, and it's it gets really difficult to find people to to work in the field at this period of the year. So uh, yeah, it's not that cheap as some people may think, because here it's more expensive than the rest of the country. So that could be a significant challenge for you, is to hold those production costs in line with other producing regions that can use the high-density production. Correct. Yeah, I would say that it's cheaper oil comparing maybe to the Chilean olive oil, right? Because they, they produce in a high-density model. I, I would say we have to go for the highest quality possible, like producing a, a different olive oil because it's new it's rare it's exotic to say that you have a brazilian olive oil and people want to to taste it and i would say they won't be disappointed we are getting a very different quality like for coronaki olive oil we got a award this year in italy it was a silver medal it was our first competition and we got this like it's good to show us that we are doing something good even in a short time and to show people even here in brazil that it's possible to produce a good olive oil here because people who here still goes like if it's imported it's better well i i'm buying this imported olive oil like from italy and wow this is, this is like the best olive oil in the world and we are like going on this thing that we want to show to people that If you buy it closer distance between the production and you, it's shorter and you can get a, a better olive oil because it's fresher. You didn't have to like cross the ocean to get here. We are going in this way and different for Chile, Uruguay, Argentina. We, we don't have to export it now because people here in the country want to, to consume olive oil. Produce more, certainly we could put this in the Brazilian market. Not only does it not need to go across the ocean, but after March, you have the freshest olive oil in the world. Yeah, correct. Like, even if you want to export it for a very selected market, 
that weren't always the freshest olive oil possible. Uh, I mean, nobody produced between February and March. So if it goes directly to somewhere in the world, people can get, like they, they can have the freshest olive oil every month. And between February and March, that would be the olive oil from Brazil. Like even in Uruguay, they, they harvest it later and we are very close to them. So it's a very slightly difference between uh, us and them that we, we harvest a little bit earlier. So yeah, that's that would be our main difference. Well, we're going to take a short break. On Olive Oil is produced by Olive Oil Times, the world's leading olive oil publication and the International Culinary Center Olive Oil Program. Learn olive oil sensory assessment in New York. The Olive Oil Sommelier Certification Program offers comprehensive instruction in olive oil sensory assessment and olive oil events throughout the year. Sign up at culinarycenter.com. And so how much oil do you produce now? I know that it's growing every year, but for example... This year was like the largest production Mm-hmm. And we've got something like 15,000 liters. It's like very small amounts if we compare to what Brazil imports. But uh, I mean, we are putting this in the market with a good price, like the half liter bottle for like $35 here in Brazil. So that's a that's an expensive bottle of olive oil. Yeah, if we compare to the imported olive oil, I would say that it's expensive. Um, I'm not saying that you can't find more expensive olive oil, those that are very special imported from selected producers. But if you compare to the olive oil, most of olive oil you can find at the supermarket, it's very expensive. But that's what we want to explain to people, why it's more expensive. Because people think it should be cheaper because it's produced here, but... When we compare the quality, there's nothing like a very fresh and green olive oil as we produce. But people don't know that. so It's a gourmet product. Correct. Mm-hmm. And so I would imagine that a lot of your marketing is focused on educating Brazilians about olive oil quality. Yes, that's something I always say here. It's not just about producing a very special, different, extra version olive oil and just throwing it at the stores and expecting something to happen without doing this thing that is the most difficult, that is educating people about something that they don't know and they can't even imagine it because they don't have options like other olive oils to compare with theirs available at the supermarket. So it's something really, really difficult. But we are very glad to find people that want to hear us and they already know about the quality. So we, we do a lot of tasting special places like public markets or stores. And after people taste it, it's like, well, they go crazy about the smell, the taste. And after this, we're sure we have a customer for life. Are you exporting any oil now or no? No, not at all. Like, there's, there's no one exporting now. Uh, I can tell it because we are having the biggest production now. Those... 15,000 liters was the biggest production and nobody is producing more than our company. So we are sure that nobody is exporting because there's a lot of people here. It's a very small market. If we compare to the rest of the low quality olive oil, but it's 
it's it's still very big if we see the, the size of our country how large it is so there's a lot of space to put a very high quality extra virgin olive oil and people will pay for this and if we say that it's healthier because it's produced here so it gets to the consumer with more polyphenols and all the things we we know about the quality then people will prefer the Brazilian olive oil rather than a very special imported olive oil because they don't know how old it is, how long it took to get here to Brazil. And what is the name of your brand? Our name is Prosperato. Prosperato. Just to like, because, well, in the past, my family came from Italy, but we want to show that we still have this Italian thing of quality. And yeah, basically, because it's related to our family. And so how did you get in this business, Rafael? I started working at a company normally when I was 17 because the company is like me, my father, and two other partners. When I was 17, actually, it was 2011. So I, I could work on this olive oil thing from the beginning. So that was basically because our company wanted to have another thing to produce. And we saw that some people were trying to produce the olive oil here. They were already doing this, but no one was doing it like in a professional way. Mm. Most of these people was from another uh, sector, not from agriculture. And like they, they traveled to Europe, they saw the olives and they got like this love by the olive oil. They got back here and they imported the olive trees, the olive seedlings, and they started it. So our company basically saw an opportunity to do it in a more professional way, offering better olive seedlings and all this uh, help we can offer to those who want to plant, not like just throwing the olive seedlings to them because as it's something really new, people just don't know where it's better to plant it, what's the right uh, kind of soil, uh, what's the machinery to use, so everything related to the, to the growing, we, we can help them to achieve this. And we have been reading about the fact that uh, Brazilians in recent years have been consuming more and more olive oil. In fact, it has been a big story right. in the olive oil industry. Uh, this is a big country, and it's one of the uh, fastest growing uh, countries for the consumption of, of olive oil. Right. Uh, but in the, in the past year or so, it has slipped somewhat. Mm -hmm. So why do you think suddenly there is a, a, a decrease? Yeah. Is, it, is it simply because it was growing so fast and maybe it is leveling off or what? We, we, we could see something like in the past years, something like a growing of 15% in the consumer. But uh, yeah, in the past year, we went in a very deep uh, economic and political crisis. It was really bad for the, like the low economic classes of the of the country. So people wouldn't spend in you know, olive oil if they could buy a, a cheaper oil, not necessarily olive oil. So yeah, also related to our currency, comparing to to dollars, got we got a very low value. So importing olive oil got more expensive we could saw it at the supermarket we, we just saw that the olive oil got more expensive so yeah people like most of people that was normally 
buying olive oil, especially because of this moment in the country, they are simply not buying. But I'm sure that the very high quality olive oil for those people are still like buying because they they weren't affected by the economic crisis. And now, so I've got some feedbacks about uh, the quality that it's very different. Like we 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 can get uh, sensory uh, difference. Like for the Koroniki oil, that is different from the Koroniki that they have in Greece or in Chile. Like we we get a very distinctive smell and taste because of the terroir. Correct. Yeah, basically for our type of soil nutrients, and I would say that for wines here too, because we have a very large production of sparkling wine, and it's a very top quality better than the red wines here in the south of brazil and i mean uh, 20 years ago people didn't know anything about wine and people started getting interested on that about the varieties uh, what's a cabernet what's a tana and we we can see that olive oil can go in the same way as wine did here like for the varieties different regions of production because any country of the world, some people may think that there's just one kind of olive and you just can get the same olive oil, right? So if, if you compare to wine in Brazil, I would say that we would go in the same way because people like to show they know like different things about different foods, even if it's wine, beer, coffee, now olive oil. So I think it's a, it's a trend to, to know more about what we are consuming, from where products coming from. So in addition to the terroir and the the choice of varieties and the the careful harvesting that you do what are some of the other steps that you take to ensure the high quality of the olive oil you produce right yeah if we get a very good fruit and we take it to the extraction very carefully i i would say it's like we, we can do it in any part of the world, but the right machinery, everything had to be just perfect at the moment we start crushing the olives. So I, mm-hmm. I would say that's something related to the machinery. I, I would point out that the quality of the olive oil is based on three things. That it's the quality of the fruit, if it's at the right point of maturity, if it's perfect with no diseases, and uh, the proper way we take it from the field to the extraction and the machinery itself, like if it's clean, if it's, it's regulated to extract the olive oil properly. Yeah, I, I really believe that something related to our soil can get us a very distinctive uh, olive oil. And even for polyphenols level, we're doing some research on that, that we, we may get higher polyphenols levels for some varieties like arbequina that they naturally don't have those higher levels you can't say that it's about a certain nutrient or if the ph level is lower or higher or if there's more rain or less rain but uh, we will see this in the next years related to the polyphenols level that is something really interesting like I, I saw that people there in the U.S. they 
at those special stores they 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 buy the oil by the polyphenols level so if we get something really different we we may think about selling this to a very special market just if it's something related to our conditions climate and soil Rafael Marchetti is a producer with the Brazilian nursery Tecnoplanta, where they produce the extra virgin olive oil brand Prosperato. Rafael, thank you very much for joining us today. It was a great pleasure. Well, thank you. That's great. Just great to have this opportunity. Thank you. On Olive Oil is produced by Olive Oil Times the world's leading olive oil publication, and the International Culinary Center Olive Oil Program. Sign up at oliveoilschool.org. <laughs>